late news and everything. What do you think? It's a good idea. Lift up your hands. Father, we bless you tonight. We thank you for another opportunity to come into your presence. Father, we pray that you speak to us at this builder's service. Lord, we pray that you fill us with your spirit. Anoint us to become builders of your church. We bless you. Wherever we find ourselves, may we receive grace to build in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Well, last week, for those of you who were here, we said that our Tuesday services are going to be called Builders Service. Hallelujah. So anybody involved in the building of the church must be at this service. So ashes are involved in the building of the church. How many ashes are here? Let me see. Two. How many ashes do we have? Aha. Uh-huh. Instrumentalists are involved in the building of the church. How many instrumentalists are here? Two. Only two. Three. Who is number three? Elvis, where is he? Pardon? Uh, where is he going to? Anyway. Ah, he's at the back. Sound. What is happening to the sound? Right. Yeah. Choristers are involved in the building of the church. The sound has changed. You. There's something that you have done. How many choristers are here? Okay. And then which other people are involved in the building of the church? Pastors. Are involved in them. How many pastors are here? Look at that. Just two pastors. You see? So, this is a service that everyone uh, who is involved... Yeah, the sound has come. What did you do? Don't touch it again. Who is involved in the building of the church in one way or the other must be a part of. Because I believe that... Oh, when I say something is amen, just say amen. Don't just... You're, you're very stiff. Yeah. You know, because I believe that in these services, God is going to anoint us. You see, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So, Jesus is the one building the church. But he has called us to also come and help to build. First uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, it says that ye are what? Um... Uh, verse 8, actually, he said we are co-workers with him, isn't it? Yeah. So we are building together with God. And so he will anoint us to be able to build the way he wants us to build. For we are laborers together with God. So we are laboring together with him. So he's going to anoint us to be able to do that work the way he wants us to do it. Yeah. How many of you realize that sometimes you are in the house, you have your child, you have a little girl. And you are trying to do something. Then the child is also trying to help you. And you can see that the child is rather spoiling the thing that you are doing. How many have seen that that before? Yeah. Many times, when we say we are building the church, we are actually spoiling the church. Yeah. By what we are doing. That is why we need to come to God and tell him to help us. To build the church the way he wants it to be built. Jesus said, that will be done here on earth. As it is in heaven. So there is a plan in heaven. And we must follow that plan. And that is why as we come, God himself will anoint us 
God himself will give us the grace to build. Hallelujah. So we started last week. And last week I said what? Have a mind to build something. First Chronicles chapter 22 and verse 7. Have a mind to build something. Have a mind to build something. Or build something for God. Hallelujah. How many were here last week? Okay, quite a number of you were not here. This is what David said. And David said to Solomon, My son, as for me, I don't know about you, but as for me, it was in my mind to build a house for God. I don't know about you. As we are in the church, people have come with different minds. I don't know what is in your mind. Hallelujah. But David said, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house for the Lord. So, I don't know what is in your mind. As the next person, what is in your mind as you are in the church? As you are in the choir? What is in your mind? Is it that as you are standing and singing, somebody will notice you and propose to you? Is that what is in your mind? Hey! What is in your mind? David said, as for me, it was in my mind. You know, one of the things I realized is that God puts things in our minds. Sometimes things that occur to you, you may think that it's a thought. You know, I was reading a book. If you get it, read it. It says, uh, Angels of Humility. And there are angels around us all the time. And what they do is that sometimes they drop things into our minds. So you may think you just thought about it, but the angel just told you something. Yeah. So God puts things in our mind. And things must be occurring to you. And we read in Nehemiah chapter 1, we saw Nehemiah that as he was sitting down there, it occurred to him that the wall of Jerusalem, it must be built. It came into his mind. So what are the things that are coming into your mind? Oh, are you here? Decided to go back. I don't know what things come into your mind. You see, white people, eh, they are amazing people. <laughs> things come into their mind, and when the thing come into their mind, they do it. That is why we see all the things we see them doing. Yeah, we say they are anyeng and they are doing things. Because <laughs> but they are doing things. No, somebody sat down and it came into his mind. Why come we there? It doesn't come into our mind, these type of things. It came into his mind, let's go to the moon. It doesn't, it doesn't come into our minds. Hey! From a, a boise here to the moon. No, 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 no. It doesn't come to our minds. But things come into their mind. Let us go to the moon. Now, going to the moon is like traveling to uh, whatever. You go to Kumasi and come. Oh, yeah, they just go to the moon and come. Shuttle. Just go and come. And we are sitting here. We can't even do the roads here. They were sitting down, and it came into their mind that they should go and look for some other people on the other side. So they sat on the boat. And they came 
when they saw us, they said, hey, we have discovered you. Ah, but we were already here. <laughs> we were already here. And they said they have discovered us. But we didn't go anywhere. We were here. But because they came, why didn't you also go there and go and discover them? Say, hey, white people, we have discovered you. It doesn't come into our mind. Pray that God will put things into your mind. As a pastor, one of the things, when you become a pastor, you will see, or a leader, you will see that to build something is not just one thing. Preaching is just about 10% of the building of the church. If you are a pastor and your mind is that preaching, preaching, you, 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 you will fail. There is a lot more that builds the church. Yesterday night, I was sitting down with uh, Reverend Otabel, and we were just sitting discussing things, things to do, different things. It, it, it's just a, the preaching there, we just come and scintillate you and scintillate you, and then we are. But there are more things. If you are a center pastor or center leader, it's not just talking to the people that make the thing work, but your visitation, your follow up, your bringing them to the church, making sure you are involved in their lives. That is what will make the thing grow. Why is it that it doesn't come into your mind, those things? As for me, it was in my mind. May God put things in your mind. So that you'll be doing things. We should have people coming up. An idea has come. Can we do this? Yeah. Something has come into your mind. Yeah. May we believe God to have things coming into our minds. Yeah. So, people like David, you'll find that even David didn't build. But the fact that he thought about it, it was enough for God. Yeah. Sometimes when your mind is on something, you see, because God, eh, he doesn't just look at what you are doing. He also looks look on the heart. He looks in the mind. That's why the Bible says that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. So it's not just your asking, but your thinking is also, God is also interested in your thinking. So once you are thinking about it, you are having thoughts about the church. You are having thoughts. What can I do with this center? What can I do with this center? You see that God will be coming near to you. You say, ah, I see one of the people who would like to build like me. Let me give him ideas. Let me show him what to do. Before you realize you are building something mega. I see people building something mega. Ask the next person, what has the Lord put in your mind? What has the Lord put in your mind? Because... For some of us, the things that are in our minds, hey, because we should have the choir, things have come into your mind to build the house of God. I don't know what God has put in your mind. Hallelujah. So last week I was telling you that we have to come to the point of becoming builders, which is something which is not our nature. We have grown up in an environment where we don't build. And that is why all our roads are the way they are. And that is why everybody will be focusing on the minds to succeed. So when the minds go down, everything goes down. But there are people in this land, 
They are making money without their minds. They are building schools. They are doing things. You are sitting there and saying, no, if their mind is not helping me, I'm not. Brother, you better rise up and begin to think about some things that you can do. You can only have it if you build it. We see people's own and we are happy. Why do people go to abroad? Because they have built things there. You should see their trains underground. I mean, when you're sitting, hey! Then you stop. Liverpool Street. Then you get down. <laughs> then the, the city is up. You are down. We are sitting here. We can't build. We can't build anything. So everybody wants to go. We don't even know why we want to go, but because of the things they have built there. See the nice skyscrapers. When you look at the buildings, you wonder that, hey, we, we are joking, oh. People have built that. That's what they call it, a skyscraper. It scrapes the sky. <laughs> it goes up. We will build small. Look here. What kind of buildings are here? Like two more, two small story building. And it's like, uh, where we are. We are still building 20th century building. We are in the 21st century. People have moved. We are just behind. You see, so I'm saying that the reason why people go abroad is because something has been built there. Nice. So, if we also want people to come to our church, am I speaking to somebody here? Then we must also build something here. Oh, I don't know whether I'm preaching to people here or yeah, yeah. Don't you think that when they hear that there is a hundred member choir on a stage singing, people would like to come and see what sort of choir is that one hundred people standing singing is going to happen practically in the name of Jesus. Yeah. They come, the church is beautiful. There are lights all over the place. Things are working. They would like to come and see what kind of church is that. That things are working there. And every one of us must also begin to think about building wherever you are, whatever you are doing. Build it. You can take it to another level. If you are in the choir, you can take the choir this into another level. If you are an usher, you can take the usher into another level. If you are a, a, a safe teacher, you can take it to another level. Yeah, film star, we can take it to another level. We shouldn't just sit there and think that nothing can. So things must occur to us. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> I was telling the people that the white man, it occurred to him that he should move across the water and come. This type of Christopher Columbus and this type of guys. That we did, they have discovered us. Yeah. Because we didn't think of going there. We should have discovered the white people. But it will never occur to us. It will never occur to us to go there. It will never occur to us to go to the moon. People are going and coming. You see, so we must begin to open up ourselves for God to put things in our minds. To start building. Yeah. All the things you see that people have built is something that came into their minds. And I believe it's God who put it in their minds. He's just looking for someone who is... Since the, the Bible says that he rested on the sixth day or seventh day, which day did he rest? Seventh day. It doesn't mean that he has stopped creating. He was just resting on that day. But he, he still creates through men. And in his church too, he wants to continue building in his church. Am I speaking to some people who understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So we must all begin to think like David, who said, as for me, as for me, I don't know about you, but as for me, <laughs> it was in my mind. And we shouldn't be giving excuses. Now, one of the things that makes us not do anything is excuses. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, it's not possible. Where I, where I am, it is not possible there. Do you know that if they brought white people here <laughs> and they take us to where they are, after some time we would like to come to this place because am I preaching to some people at all? Because it's because they, they don't allow excuses, these type of things to stop them. If they say we are going to do this, they will do it. They will bring things there. It will work. But we will give excuse. It is not this. It is that. We need to go and get a loan and get this. Lack of funds. This, that. No inflows. Then we go and collect this thing. Then we come and do kenke party. Then we are sitting down eating. We are not serious, though. We are not serious. And that is why some people don't have houses still. Because all their money is in their stomach. Everything, iron rod, is in your stomach. Roofing sheets, is in your stomach. Blocks, is in your stomach. Because when you get the money, you think that some boom money must come before you can build. Bible says that through wisdom, Proverbs 24, 7, 24, 7, through wisdom, a house is built. It is not through money. I want to see all of you here building your own house. Oh, you didn't receive it. I said... I would like to come and dedicate your house. Yeah. We will not be living in our, this day and the people's, renting people's houses. Making the homes nice for them. We must all build, believe God to build your own house. Every one of you, start asking for the price of land. Go around, ask for the price of land. Don't worry, God will give you money to buy the land. You will build, you will be surprised that you, you, you have built it will happen. Yeah. I was telling the people last week that I, I heard one of God saying that every person when you marry, by your 10th wedding anniversary, you must be moving into your own house. It's a good vision to have. So, some people, they are married already, so they have chop, 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 chop. So they are now going to start. But those of you who are not married, when you enter the marriage, have this vision, by my 10th wedding anniversary, I should be moving into my own house. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So that you don't use the money for in Chinam. Eh? Somebody said, Chi, as in Chinam. Chibom, these type of things. Hey, somebody was telling me, he said, Listen, you, you haven't seen people chopping their marble. I said, Eh? He said, Yes, I have a friend. He can chop his mouth. When he said, Chop his mouth, you understand? Chop his mouth. I said, well, What does he do? He said, we, we buy bread and we put egg inside. He said, he, he fries the egg and puts the bread inside. Chopping mouth. 
No, we may be laughing, but some of us, that's how we are. We chop our mouth. Different things that you are eating. Put the bread inside the eggs. You see that? He has wrapped the, the egg around the bread. He said, hey! Choppy mouth. Ask the next person, are you chopping your mouth or you are building something? See, and it's all because we would not want to even make any sacrifice. Just a little sacrifice you may have to make. Yeah. Sometimes you have to forego this so that you can have this. No, 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 no. I want to have it. If you are a young man, you don't need too many shoes. One black shoe is enough. One black trousers is enough. Nobody knows that. If the ladies, do they get very worried? I don't know how they can tell that this dress has been repeated. The ladies, they can see it. When they are going for every wedding, they have to wear a new one. So, because somebody who saw me at the other wedding will see that this one, I've worn it before. Hey! It's not easy. So, we understand. The women, they have to be like that. But you, a brother, I don't know why you would be wearing, you have red shoe, you have yellow shoe, you have this. Now, one black shoe, one black trousers. If you get white shirt, nobody will know that it's the same white shirt you are wearing. They may be laughing at you now, but very soon you'll be in your own house. When you wake up in the morning, you'll be able to speak in tongues and nobody will come and stop you because it's your own house. Yeah. When they bring the water bill, whatever, it will be your name on it. Yeah. But the sacrifice we must make is the same thing in the church. If we say we want to build this building service every Tuesday, we want to come. Then we have to make sacrifices. Then you have to come early from your office. I don't know where you come from. Some of you come very late. I don't know where you go. Whether you go and poop before you come or you, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> As the next person, where did you go before you came? Because we have been here for a long time. You are now coming. When you close from work, just come straight here. You have to make sacrifices to go visit people, follow up people, wake up and pray. Sacrifice. Yeah. This morning I wanted some people to pray, but I didn't see them. Am I speaking to somebody here at all? They were nowhere to be found. Out of coverage area. No, nobody will know it is you. So just laugh and smile. Nobody will know it is you. They don't even know what I'm talking about. They didn't come. They know themselves. They didn't show up. And no problem. <laughs> but the small sacrifice that you have to make so that you can build something. If we are going to have 2,000 people sitting here, we, we cannot just say that it will just happen. We must make sacrifices. We must go to the field. We must bring people. We must go for outreach. We have to do it. And that's the only way we can build something. And that was Nehemiah. He just said, no, it must be done. And then he did it. The Bible says that when he stood up, the Bible says that, and he found favor with the king. Once you start moving, you will find favor with God. Amen. I see God giving people favor. Amen. Amen. Not sitting down with excuses. When you go to uh, South Africa, there's a river. Is it Zambezi River or something? Yeah. Now there's a dam on it. But before they built that dam, it was not easy. 
the people in the villages, oh, they are God, they are God crosses that river. <laughs> so they cannot build any dam. Can you believe it? That's our problem. We can't build anything because of all these. Our God is moving. Nyame, nyame. The God is called Nyame, nyame. He's crossing the water. He's sitting on the water. One day something happened in the water. That's, that's when they decided, okay, they will do the dam. Because the God didn't say anything when the water became whatever. I said, ah, then there's no God. I then decided to go back home. Oh, but I believe that people are going to build. You are one of the people who is going to build. You build the house of God and you build your own house too. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's a prophecy. The prophecy you believe is what is going to happen to you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Nehemiah chapter 2. Hey, I haven't started today's preaching. I was just going over last week and then I found out that I have gone into a whole lot of things. Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 1. And it came to pass in the month Nisan, is that it? In the 20th year of Artaxerxes, the king, that wine was before him. And I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before time sad in his presence. And I think that that's a good destiny to have. If you are a servant, you must have a nice countenance in front of your boss. But there are some of you, the way you look in the office. Yeah. If you are a lady and you are having your menstrual whatever, everybody must not be suffering because of your menstrual problem. Am I preaching or the, 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 people, or the people are not here or they don't like the message I'm preaching? But you see the ladies, they, they, it shouldn't affect the whole act, but everybody is affected in the house. You are looking moody. Life must go on. Anyway, Nehemiah said, he has never been sad. No matter what is happening, he's always looking nice in the presence of the king. So the king said to me, why is your countenance sad? Because he's never seen him like that before. Seeing thou art not sick, this is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid, and I said unto the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Then read verse 12. Verse 12 says that, And I arose in the night, I and some few men with me, neither told I any man what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. Hallelujah. So, last week we talked about God putting something in your mind. Because God can put it in your mind. Yeah. Even to marry somebody. God puts it in people's mind. Marry this girl. That's why sisters, you shouldn't be worried too much. Because sometimes worrying too much also makes you have too much pimples on your face. 
Yeah, yeah, if you see a lady, a lot of pimples on her face, she's worrying too much. Yeah. Yeah. Sisters, are you there or are you going back home? Yeah, here. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't worry too much. That one will even take the brothers away because the pimples are too many on your face. But God can make somebody love you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the thing of the heart. So now we are also talking about what God has put in your heart. Because the heart is the central part. Once we can get the heart, we got everything. Mm. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 is a scripture you all know. The Bible says that out of the heart, keep your heart with all diligence. Keep it. Guard it with all diligence. Why? Because out of it flows the issues of life. The things of life, they come from the heart. If it's not in the heart, it will not work. That is why a brother who is going to propose to a sister, he has a paper, he's, he's reading it. The brightness of this day has given me the opportunity to come and tell you that I love you. You know, such a thing, you will not believe such a thing. He is not serious. But the brother who will look at you and say, sister, I love you. From a distance, you know. When I see you, my heart moves from the left to the right. One brother said to his sister, I will give you my heart and I will use battery. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. The things that affect life, they come from the heart. If it's not from the heart, it will not affect anybody. And that is why we ourselves also, whatever we are doing, our hearts must be in it. If your heart is not in the work you are doing, as an usher, as a pastor, as whatever, it will not produce anything. Proverbs, is it 23, 26 or 26, 20, I don't know, sometimes I know. Scriptures, now, what for a dream? 23, 26, look, uh-huh, 23, 26. He said, my son, give me your heart. That is what I need from you. I don't need your money. I don't need your car. I don't need anything. I need your heart. If I can get your heart, I know I'll get everything. Because some people are in the church, but their hearts are not here. People can be in marriages, but their hearts are not there. They're just the body which is there. When you're having sex, you see, they just lie down like a dead body. No feelings in the sex, just there. Have you finished? Have you finished? Have you finished? Am I preaching to some people? I don't, you don't like my message. It's a building service. We are building ourselves. We are building our marriages. We are building everything. Yes. <laughs> Your heart must be in it. Yeah. One lady, her husband was having sex with her. She was reading a book like this. Have you finished? Have you finished? 
see that. No, fine. But you see, we are also God's, God's wife is us, the bride. We are also doing the same thing. We do his work. Our heart is not in, in the thing. But God is looking for people with a certain heart. He said, give me your heart. He said, and let your eyes observe my ways. Give me your heart. And your eyes begin to see how I do things. If we are going to build the house of God, listen, let's give our hearts to God. Give your heart to God. Give your heart to uh, 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 your company. I'm telling you, you die. I'm just giving you an experiment. Just die. Then three days wake up, if you can do that. You will see that they have replaced you. One brother, he went for an interview at a certain company. Then when he was going, he was reading graphic and he saw obituary. Somebody who had died. The, the job he went for, accountant of this company, whatever. The, the person's obituary was in the newspaper. And so, uh, former accountant of... Then the guy said, ah, this person was where I was. <laughs> Nehemiah was serving the king. But his heart was in the house of God. Yeah. That was not... He was serving. He was doing everything. He said he had never even been sad before. So you can see that he was joyfully serving. But, yeah. When I used to be a lay pastor, I used to do my work. In fact, where I was working, I was voted the best salesman. So it's not like we are joking at the place. We were working seriously. But at the same time, my heart... Because it was through that work I was doing that another company, an international company, they, 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 they came for me. I don't know, I told you about a company that I had favor. Yeah. They came for me, and as, as I was there, I saw that my heart is with the work of God. But when I go to work, I'm witnessing to the people at the office. <laughs> I remember my boss said, We have to close at seven. I said, Seven? I cannot close at seven. Oh. What am I doing? Whatever I'm doing, I can finish by five. No, 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 no. You have to go. I said, no, I can't stay. I have to go to church. One day I decided I would stay because I didn't know what people do. God, I finished whatever I'm doing. I don't know what they are doing. So I stayed. As I was there in my office, I was sitting down. I started, I said, I'm going to visit everybody's office and see what they are doing. Oh, people were playing solitaire. Do you know solitaire? When I saw it, I said, listen, I'm not going to stay here again. If they ask me, I said, I will advise them that it will be better for them to close because they are wasting electricity. All these air conditioners that are on, people are just wasting time. They are not doing anything. So we are sitting down. The heart is not inside. Our heart must be in it. My son, give me your heart. I need it. First, King, First Samuel chapter 10, verse 26. Some people followed Samuel. They followed Saul. What made them follow Saul? It's not that Saul was handsome or whatever. But the Bible says that 
there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. Oh, may God touch your heart. No, sometimes you, you, you will look at some people, it's like they are doing the church work too. They are taking it to Made. Have you seen some people like that before? Sometimes you think that, ah, why the church is it for your father? Why are you doing the thing with all your force like that? That type of. (laughs) But when God touches your heart, you'll be very interested. You want to follow up the souls. You want to see that the people are coming to church. You want to do the work of God. May God touch your heart. Paul prayed a prayer in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 5. He said what? For this cause, 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 5. And the Lord direct your hearts into, <laughs> into loving God. You may think that it will just happen. But God must direct your heart into. Oh, I see God directing people's hearts. May God direct your heart into the building of the church. May God direct your heart into following up souls. I see God touching people's hearts. Today is the day that God is going to touch your heart. He just needs your heart. He got my heart. He got me. Got me. I left everything. I said, Lord, I love you. I don't want any other thing. It's you I want. I want to build your church. I want to do your work. That's all. When you see a woman whose heart is gone, see that no advice you give to her, she will take. Have you seen some women like that? Sometimes I meet some women. See, they don't, because the brother he's going to, he's just following this guy. Nothing about this guy that is a spiritual thing. Because her heart is gone. Let's do this thing from our heart. It will make a lot of difference. When you are in love with somebody, the things that occur to you. Ideas. You want to visit the person. You want to buy something for the person. You want to do. Yeah. So God is saying, give me your heart. Where is your heart? Your heart has been given to uh, AGA. Your heart has been given to uh, what do you call it? Chico. Your, your heart has been given to what? Big Bobo. Give me. Once he can get your heart, that is why every time Satan will be targeting your heart. In John chapter 13, my time is almost up. We're close. What else? Close early. So let's come early so that we can close early, okay? John 13, verse 1. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Verse 2. Look at it. And supper being ended, the devil. 
having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot. Yes. You would think that Judas just got up and he went to betray Jesus. He, he opened his heart like that. One day, Prophet Kakra said he was sleeping and he saw like a dream or a vision. Satan was coming like this. Coming. Came to him, opened his heart, put something inside and he ran away. Hey! Satan is wicked though. What are the things that he is putting into your heart? You need to be careful. Putting anger in your heart. Putting bitterness in your heart. Putting hatred, jealousy in your heart. You, you are in the church. You have become whatever in the church. You can't do anything. You can't build. May God put some good things into your heart. May God direct your heart into the love of God. And into the patient waiting of Jesus Christ. What has the Lord put in your heart? He said, and I told no man what God had put in my heart to do. Yeah. God puts things in people's hearts. If you don't allow God to put, Satan will put, Acts chapter 5. So you think I, if I was in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. Let me give you another scripture. Remember another scripture, no? Acts chapter 5. But a certain man named Ananias, Ananias, with his wife, Sapphira, sold their possession. Yes. And they kept back part of the price. His wife also being privy to it. And brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Look at it. And Peter said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie? You, you would think that you just decided to lie. Satan put it in your heart. Lie. Guard your heart with all diligence. My son, give me your heart. Give your heart to God. It's the best thing to do. I'm telling you, we will not be struggling with you when your heart is in what we are doing. Every one of us, we don't have to call you. Have you gone to follow the person up at Brahabombebome? Or you have gone to this place? We are all doing the work. Everybody is moving. Tomorrow, Wednesday, outreach. Everybody is doing outreach. Follow up. We are doing it. Thursday, we are there. Now, when our hearts are not in it, that's when the whole thing becomes... One day, a certain king by name Jehonadab. Have you heard of Jehonadab? It's a name. In Second Kings, is this Second Kings? Second Kings, chapter fifteen. Is that Second Kings or Second Chronicles? You'll find out. We will get there. Second Kings, chapter fifteen. Jehonadab was on his. Um, is King Jehu who was riding on the chariot. Verse 10. Let me see whether that's what we are reading. Okay, go to 10, 15. There are numbers not 10. It's possible. 10, 15. Aha, that's the verse we are looking for. And when he was departed thence, so the king Jehu, he was on the 
chariot and he was moving and he met somebody called Jehonadab. The son of Rachel coming to meet him. Now look at what happened. And he saluted him. You see, there are some people, they are in the church, they just like to salute. Every day when you see you salute, 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 salute. It is not the bishop, salute. That is what we are not, it's not what we are looking for. We are looking for something more. So Bible says that when he met him, he saluted him. Salute. People like that. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, bishop. Hey, hey. Do you know some people like that? So, Jehu asked Jehonadab. He said, my brother, my brother, this is your salutation. It's enough. I have a question. Let's be serious. I have a question for you. He said, it's your heart. It's your heart. Right as my heart is with your heart. Sometimes as pastors, we, we feel like asking that question. That, is your heart with me as my heart is with you? Because me, my heart is in the thing. No. But I don't know you. Your heart is not inside the thing. See some people, they are in a relationship. Their heart is not in it. As you have come with 100%, they have come with 10%. You have seen some before? Yeah. Not you, but you know somebody like that. He was in a relationship. You know somebody like that? Yeah. You have put your whole heart in the thing. The person has just brought 10%. Only you, you are calling all the time. Only you, you are visiting all the time. Hey! So, Jehu asked the guy, my brother, me, my heart is in this thing, oh. My heart is in this work, oh. My heart is in the building of the church, oh. My heart is in building a 2,000 member church. Is your heart in it as my heart is in it? You are quiet. I don't know whether you are understanding what I'm preaching on. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Because I'm just about to close. As the next person, is your heart with Bishop the way his heart is with you? Because when I say, let's wake up and pray, and I'm praying, you are not praying. Is your heart with me as my heart is with you? Not just about salute. <laughs> Man of God. Yeah. Let's be serious. <laughs> are you there? Are you there? Are you there? The people at the back, they are very quiet. Too. Are you people here? Eh. Should I continue as you stop? As you continue, okay. And Jehonadab answered, oh, look, look, listen to him. He said, it is. <laughs> it is. Yes. Then Jehu said, okay. if it is, if it be, then give me your hand. That is the sign that you are with me. <laughs> it's not that you are saluting like that. Come with me. Let us go and do the work. Give me a hand. When you are doing something, you expect somebody to give me a hand. It's a help me. Yes. Give me a hand if your heart is with me. Because not just by saying my heart is with you. I am with you. I am with you. But let me see you doing it. Come and let's fight together. Come and sit in my chariot. Let's go. You see that the thing is not easy. It's not just saluting and saluting, saluting, saluting. 
If your heart is in it, you are joining. We are working together. I cannot be saying my heart is with Bishop Dag and I'm just sitting down. I must also be joining the chariot. Whatever he's doing, me too, I'm doing the same thing. It's a sign that my heart is with him. Heart is not with him. I'm not doing anything. He said, he took him in his chariot, verse 16. He said, come with me and come and see my zeal for the Lord. <laughs> come and see. I'm not uh, this thing that is just walking around. I'm very passionate about what I'm doing. You sit there, you are just saluting. Come, 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 come. come. Let's go. Let's go for the visitation. Let's go for the outro. Let's go. You will see that my heart is a different heart that I have. Do you know that I've closed? I've closed. Let me close. <laughs> it's just occurring to me. Do you know that? Do you know that? Listen. Do you know that the size of your heart is directly proportional to the size of your fist? Yes. Everybody wants to know the size of your heart. Just do this. That's your heart. This is the size of your heart. Hidaya, you didn't know. I'm teaching you something. That's, that's the size of your heart. So, in effect, what he's just saying is that the, how big your heart is, the, the way your heart is in the thing will determine the way your hand will be in it. Ezekiel 36, and I'm closing. Verse 25. Let's all stand because I have to close. I don't want to stay too long. I've given you enough to chew on. Too much to chew on. He said, No, 25. 25. 25. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 36, 25. 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness. May God cleanse us from all our filthiness. Anything that has prevented us from serving God, may God pour his water on us tonight. From all your idols will I cleanse you. Verse 26, he said what? A new heart also will I give you. May God give you a new heart. How many realize that your heart, God must touch your heart in a way. God must give you a new heart. Because you haven't had a certain heart for the work. He said, I will also put a new spirit. And I will take away your stony heart. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Lift up your hand and just talk to God right now. Everybody just open your mouth and talk to God. Pray. Tell the Lord to wash you with his water. I believe that the word of God is coming to you like water. It's the the washing of water by the word. The washing of water by the word. Pray. 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 Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. 
Lift up your voice and pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Everybody pray. You know the things that prevent you, the things that are there, they become like idols. They take you away from God. They take you away from the things of God. Pray and tell God to help you. May these things be taken away from you. May the water of God cleanse you from these things in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Wash us. Wash us. Wash us. Wash us. Wash us. Wash us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. May we become vessels. Vessels that you work through. Vessels that you are using to build your house. In the name of Jesus. Change our hearts, oh God. Change our hearts, oh God. Touch our hearts, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Touch my heart, Lord. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. Put within me a new spirit. A new spirit. Renew a right spirit within me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Touch my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. Oh, may I be more like you. May I be more like you. Oh, Ria Suta Bandara. Shena Bandora Roboshika. Chalele Proba Suta Place your hand on your chest. Tell God, touch my heart. Touch my heart. Touch my heart. Touch my heart. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Take my hands and my feet. Touch my heart and speak through me. In the name of Jesus. Shake it yes lord i see god touching your heart i see god giving you a new heart in the name of jesus he's taking away your old heart and he's giving you a new heart receive a new heart receive a new heart in the name of jesus a heart for the ministry a heart for the work of god a heart to build the house of God in the name of Jesus receive a new heart receive a new heart receive a new heart place your hand on your chest God is giving you a new heart God is giving you a new heart receive a new heart receive a new heart receive it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, Lord, touch the hearts of your people. Touch the hearts of your people. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Too many people. Hey, receive a new heart. 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 In the name of Jesus. A heart for the work of God. A heart for the work of God. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, touch the hearts of your people. Receive a new heart. Receive a new heart. Receive a new heart. Receive a new heart. Hey, change my heart, oh God. 
Change my heart, O God. Change my heart, O God. My son, Oh Jesus, Oh yes, Lord. A heart like yours is my desire. A heart like yours is what I'm searching for. Full of compassion. Nothing wrong with it. Please give me, Lord. Give me a heart like yours. Make it your prayer tonight. Go. A heart like yours. Oh, it's my desire. Oh, a heart like yours. It's what I'm searching for. Oh, Lift up your heart wherever you are singing right now. A heart like yours is my desire. A heart like yours is what I'm searching for. Please hear me, Lord. Give me a heart like yours. Please hear me, Lord. Please hear me, Lord. Give me a heart like yours. Please hear me, Lord. Please hear me, Lord. Give me a heart like yours. Change my heart, oh God. Oh. Make it ever true. Oh, change my heart, change my heart, oh God. May I be like you? Oh, may I be like you? You are the porter, I am the clay. Oh, you. I am the clay. Mold me and make me. Mold me and make me. This is what I pray. This is my prayer. Shake my heart, oh God. Shake my heart, oh God. Oh Jesus. Make it ever true. Oh, make it ever true. Oh, change my heart. Change my heart, oh God. Oh, 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 oh. may I be like you. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, oh, oh. Can you say anything, Lord? You can use me. Oh, oh, oh. 
Take my heart, Lord, and my feet. Oh, yes, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Tell the Lord, if you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my heart and my feet. Take my heart, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lord, that is our prayer, Lord. A heart like yours, a heart like yours, a heart like yours, a heart like yours, a heart like yours. Kora ba 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 shuta ba da. A heart like yours. It's our desire, Lord. A heart like yours. Change our hearts, O oh God. Direct our hearts, O oh God. Into the love of God. Oh yes. Into the patient waiting of Jesus Christ. Touch our hearts, Lord. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. I live for you. Hello. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, Lord, have your way in me. Father, we thank you. Thank you for new hearts to build your house that you have given to us. Father, We give you our hearts. We give you our minds. We give you our souls. We say, Lord, have your way. Use us. If you can use anything, Lord, use us. Take our hands and our feet. Touch our hearts and use us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Every head bowed, all eyes closed. Maybe you are here, somebody invited you to church, but you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die, but I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you glory for salvation in this house. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.